Welcome to the Rich Man Podcast with me, your host, corporate dropout turned seven-figure CEO in 18 months, Melanie Aubert. I'm a business coach that's determined to normalize women and wealth. We are completely ditching the old, outdated boys club way of running a business, and I'm teaching you the new way of attraction marketing, soulful selling, and wealth embodiment. Instead of marrying the rich man, we are the rich man. Get comfortable, get ready, and let's dive in. Today, I am so excited to chat with you about sales and what I like to call soulful selling. My very first experience, like I I chatted with you all about when it came to investing in my first coach was very push and it felt very gross. It was the, if you don't give me your credit card right this second, you're going to lose out on X, Y, and Z. And not to say that those tactics don't work, and I'm using air quotes here, but to me, they don't feel good. And every every textbook and article on sales has been from a, a masculine perspective. It's very rare that we find a new way of selling that isn't outdated, that isn't door-to-door encyclopedia selling style, that isn't very push. I want to give you, I want to lift the hood on how I view sales and how I want to invite you to start looking at your sales process and embodying a new way of selling. The first thing that I really want to hone in on is one, they're already sold. If you are showing up and doing the attraction marketing piece correctly, which we're going to have podcast episodes on that specifically, if you are doing all of that, if you are showing up, if you are, if you are standing in your power, if you are in your authority, if you are giving free value, if you are doing the thing called selling and, and inviting people into an offer, they're already sold. When they get to your DMs, let's say, or they reach out or they apply or they do the thing, they're already sold. There's no need to convince them of anything. We don't chase, we attract. So what I want you to do is, is when, when people are approaching you, asking questions about what you do, I want to give you a, a few small soulful sales hacks that I want you to start implementing in your sales strategy. Number one, if you get people who are inquiring about working with you, who are asking for the links, who are asking for the application, whatever that looks like in your business, instead of bombarding them with all of the information we talk about this when it comes to bamboos, we don't want to overwater your prospect. We want to ask them questions instead. Here's what I mean. If someone's asking, hey, I'd like more information about your, uh, your new era of selling program. Awesome. This is so great. Celebrate the fact that they even DM'd you. I would DM back and say, awesome. I'm so excited you're interested. What specific questions do you have? Flip the script. Many times what we do is we go, yes, great question. Here's all the details about this program. Here's how long it is. Here's how much it is. Here's the payment plans. Here's the, when it expires, here's pre-sale. Here's here's a link. We like freak out and we we give them everything imaginable when it comes to information. What we don't realize is sales is communication. You might not, you might know that piece of it, right? Sales is just a simple communication. However, we don't realize that there are, energies involved in communication. There are, it's a dance between masculine and feminine. We experience this all the time. When we are, when someone's in their masculine, the doing, the giving, the teaching, right? A lot of the educations in the masculine energy, the feminine energy or the response to is to lean back, is to listen, is to absorb, is to think, is to process. So leaning back energy. We dance with this energy in communication. Naturally, it's what we do. 
When we are bombarding someone with, here's all the things to do. Here's, here's what I suggest. Here's blah, blah, blah. Here's the strategy. Here's, here's the information. Here's that. They typically respond in indecision or like they have to pause. They respond in the feminine energy. So what I do is if I can invite them to respond to the masculine, I'm more likely to get a quick answer or decision immediately. Again, as simple as just saying or asking the question of what more, what information would you like? Tell me, right? And then they respond in their masculine and then you keep going with that. So you would provide the, the information, but that way it's more microscopic answers versus a, here's the whole boatload of everything and then some. I hate that. What we don't realize either is sometimes we might have a sales page or you might have a place where all the information is. And, and let's say that that's, that's perfectly fine. If people are reaching out to you, asking for more information, instead of sending them straight to the sales page, ask them the question of what they want more information on. Because what happens is we send them to the sales page, right? We send them over to the other page and they're bombarded with too much information. Some people don't operate like that. I sure don't. I don't care for sales pages. I'm already sold when I'm asking the question. I just need some clarifiers. Ask the question before unloading all of the information on them. It's going to change how you communicate with your prospects. When it comes to sales, one thing I would also recommend is, is celebrating the fact that people are reaching out. People are reaching out to you. In this game of entrepreneurship, we sometimes forget that there's whole ass humans on the other side who are inquiring to work with us. We're asking questions. Celebrate all of it. Don't just celebrate when the person sends you money. Celebrate when the person's inquiring. You will get people who will ask for the link to things and never buy multiple times. But there will be a time when they do. We often internalize the sales process. We make everything mean something. And more specifically, we make all the no's mean something. When someone says, I can't afford that right now, we internalize that and we think, oh, it's too expensive. I'm, I'm priced too high. I knew it. You're not priced too high. You're just priced too high for them. That's okay. We often think that it's an us thing, right? Like, oh, I didn't market that right. Or they're not the right prospect. Or I'm not selling this right. Or I'm a bad salesperson. I'm a bad marketer. I'm a bad content creator. I'm a blah, 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 right? Like we start to spiral into the typical we're all doomed. I'm doomed. Everything sucks. I suck. But the truth of the matter actually is they see themselves as a gamble and not an investment. Nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them. So instead of internalizing any objections we get or thinking that if we objection handle, we're going to convert them, it's going to work. My thing on objection handling is one, if your intention is to invite them to see things differently, is to have a conversation. That, that's one thing. If your intention is to close the effing deal at, at no matter what the cost is, I have an issue with objection handling. I want to ensure that your intention is rooted in the correct place. Energetically, it's, it's clean, squeaky clean. So if someone is providing an objection to whatever you're responding with, I can't make those dates work. I can't do this. Oh, it's too expensive. I can't afford that. I'll join next time. I'm already in a program. Can't do this as well. Whatever that is, has nothing to do with you. Don't internalize it. What you can do and how I objection handle, I'm using air quotes here. I, I prefer to say it's just a conversation. I do three things. I validate their truth. 
I empathize when it's appropriate and I rework if it's necessary. Here's an example. If someone says, eek, it's a little too high for me right now. I can't do that. I don't go into the, I'm overpriced. People won't pay for this. I suck. Everything sucks. I'm not ready. I don't do that, right? Instead, I validate their truth. Let's not get it. I know it's an investment. I know it can feel like a stretch. I've been there. Many of my investments still to this day make me want to poop my pants. I get it. And then rework if it's necessary. One thing, and I want to leave you with this, one thing that feels so good to me is to see myself as an investment, not a gamble. For every dollar I invest in myself, I always make two. And that feels good to me. That's it. Leave it. Leave it. Sales has been taught to push, to push, to push that people, you know, they're just, it's just fear. It's just fear. You need to move them out of fear. That's your job. And, and sure, to some degree, it, it is to, to invite them to see things differently, but not to push them to see things differently. When we want to give our two cents, to give advice, to, to offer feedback, to encourage them to see things different, it has to be invited. When we're pushing something at someone, it's, we feel that, right? We feel that energy, that masculine push, and we respond in what? The feminine, right? The lean back, the not doing, not, not making decisions. And it doesn't serve us when it comes to our sales process. Sales is communication. I want you just to close your eyes for one moment. You're on stage at a place where you know no one, and they say, okay, go up on stage and sell your offer. I'm going to guess, right, that you'd go up there, your hands would be sweating, you'd be shaking, you'd be trembling, you'd be like, well, I don't really know these people, I don't really know what to say, and you would likely do an okay job, but not the greatest. I want you to envision then, you're meeting me for coffee. Your best gal, pal, Melanie, you're meeting me for coffee. And we're having a conversation about the topic that excites you the most. And I'm telling you that I have difficulty with that, with that niche, with that topic, with that thing. Wouldn't you, in that conversation, feel compelled, feel excited to say, well, I have this offer that, that, that I go through this with you, or I teach you how to do X, Y, and Z, or I do this for you. Naturally, you would just say that, right? You wouldn't feel like you're on stage in front of a bunch of people you don't know, but just selling or pitching your thing to a bunch of strangers. Sales to me is that intimate coffee conversation. It's just telling you and inviting you into the thing that I have that you're expressing need for. Most times the thing that I sell, you don't even know that you need, but you eventually want it. How I want you to approach sales moving forward is it feels more like a coffee conversation, but in, in, in a coffee conversation where two people are respected, your mastery is respected. I respect you. You respect me. There's no, I'm just giving you free information. You feel like the other person is not providing the same, the same exchange of energy. Sales is just communication. That's it. So I want you to reflect on your whole sales process now. How are you from start to finish? Do you see some disconnect in your intention? Do you feel like you're pushing? Do you feel like you're over-delivering? Can we switch to just asking the simple question of what information do you want to know more of? And then when it comes to the actual conversation piece, when they're already in the door, not fully in, but they're in the, they're at the, they're in the foyer, they're in the front room, they're in the coat room. Can we have the conversation like you would you and I? We're, we're so scared of how we're perceived as salespeople. We feel a lot of guilt when it comes to, to, to sales when, when really they're already sold. 
They're already sold. They already want what you have. It's actually a service not to sell them the thing that you have. You're changing lives with what you do. There's no shame in that. So I invite you to look at sales a bit differently, to look at your communication and how that goes. To if, if you don't know or don't remember, go back through your DMs and start looking at how you communicate with your audience. What can we change? How can we change it? When it comes to handling objections, validate, empathize, and then rework if it's necessary. Most times I actually will talk about the objection on my stories. As soon as someone says the price is too expensive, I'll, I'll, I'll have the personal conversation with them in the DM. And then I'll get on my sword and say, I just had a phenomenal conversation with someone who wanted to join this program. And, and here's what came up. Let's talk about it. When you publicly talk about an objection, more people who haven't even reached out to you because they're, they're petrified will be like, oh shit, it's like she's in my head, right? Like we feel like you get it. And that's what we want to do. So never feel afraid to talk about the objection publicly, but not in a way of shaming the person for feeling that truth, but to have the conversation about what they're feeling and how we can rework it. That's what sales is. That's soulful selling. It can be that easy to the point where people actually enjoy buying from you. Think about any major brand, any major company, when you're, when you go to Target, you get someone at the cashier's desk who's just like phenomenal and, and so outgoing and so polite and you enjoy that whole transaction process. I don't know why we treat our businesses and entrepreneurship any differently than we would anywhere else. You don't walk into Target because they're, because they're forcing you to. You already are sold by the time you walk in those doors, right? Same thing when it comes to your business. Soulful selling is meant to be easy. It's just a conversation and never forget that you are changing someone's life with what you do. If you have any questions when it comes to this, make sure you tune in. Do not forget to subscribe, rate the podcast, share this on your stories. I want to know if you are loving it so far. Happy selling. Let's sell some soulful sales. Let's sell the crap out of your products, your programs, your offers, because they're fantastic. They change lives. You're beautiful. You smell nice. I love you. Thank you for being here. And I will catch you on the next episode of the Rich Man Podcast. 